Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ronnie, this episode is entitled The Importance of Weird. And I went to college in Austin, and in the 70s, they said, keep Austin weird. Well, 50 years later, they're still saying keep Austin weird. I wasn't sure what it meant in 1976. I'm not sure what it means in 2022. But I am sure that by being different, you can be noticed. And it's an Where does creativity fit into compliance? In more places than you think. Problem solving, accountability, communication, and connection. They all take creativity. Join your hosts, Tom Fox and Ronnie Feldman on Creativity and Compliance, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. In this episode of Creativity and Compliance, Tom Fox and Ronnie Feldman ask why you should keep things weird when it comes to compliance training and how that will help employee engagement and the user experience. Quick word from our sponsor, and we'll be back with Creativity and Compliance. Hello, everyone. Tom Fox and Ronnie Feldman back for another episode of Creativity and Compliance. Welcome back, Ronnie. Hey, it's good to be here. Good to see you. Ronnie, this episode is entitled The Importance of Weird. And I went to college in Austin. And in the 70s, they said, keep Austin weird. Well, 50 years later, they're still saying keep Austin weird. I wasn't sure what it meant in 1976. I'm not sure what it means in 2022. But I am sure that by being different, you can be noticed. And it's an incredibly long-winded way of introducing the following. If you use a audio or visual product as a compliance communications tool, you can actually fight compliance training fatigue. It does me as the compliance officer little to no good to send out an email a month, a policy a month, an update a month, a something a month, when you're getting five of those a day. But if I can send something that is weird, different, or even, heaven forbid, interesting, maybe I can help fight that fatigue of having to read a policy or read a lengthy email or read a list of do's and don'ts. So I really wanted to maybe just get your thoughts on the mere fact that you've done something different that can be significant, and that can be attention-getting, and most importantly, that can be engaging. So you've been in this biz a while. You've been in the communications biz a long time. You've communicated to people through comedy for a long time. How does it all wrap up for what you're doing now? So I love this topic, and you brought it up in a previous podcast, so I'm glad we get to talk about it as its own thing. There's a, Gosh, there's a lot to unpack here. The importance of different, weird, interesting is, to me, huge, and it's in part because let's talk about the business case for why that is first. So the case for it is because when people in the corporate world, people are bored. They've got their head down. They're doing their work. they got communications coming from lots of different stakeholders. You're fighting for their attention. And not only that, you got ethics compliance, which has a 
historically negative reputation. So you're, if they say you're here getting a message from that function, they or they're already tuning you out. Like you're fighting an uphill battle there. So it's important to to stand out in a corporate environment where you're fighting for airtime and you're fighting for real estate on training and communication channels. It's really important to show up differently. And I would argue positively. I attend the traffic in, in comedy and music and entertainment because that is an interesting way to show up differently. It's weird to sing about conflicts of interest. It's a weird thing to do to make a music video about speaking up. It's we, new things we just made feels like Amy Kimmel's mean tweets. Like we're borrowing different things that people normally see in their home lives that are fun and interesting and, and showing up in the corporate world so that they will listen to the very important things that you have to say. Part of it is you learn, learning is better when it's entertaining, but even if you put that aside, it's they're not even listening. You have something that stands out, it's short, it has a smile associated with it. All of a sudden you've jarred them out of the monotony of the day to day and they are now paying attention. I had a client one time, I and apologies if I've told this anecdote before, it is a big Fortune 100 insurance company and they were playing a video that we had made for them in an all hands meeting and they is about a three minute video, it was pretty funny. I say that because we'd put it out to thousands of people and the majority of people really thought it was interesting and got, but nobody laughed in that room. And then somebody raised their hands and said, and the compliance officer calls on them and they say, is it okay if we laugh? And he was like, yes, it's because they were just, there was such fear and anxiety in the room or boredom that they just weren't listening. And then he plays this thing and it was shocking and they didn't know how to react. And then once he just, said, yes, it's, I thought it was pretty funny. And then they all laughed because the tension got released out of the room. So I feel like the importance of weird is to release the tension in the room and to stand out in an environment where they're used to seeing these sort of milk toasty messages. I had some other things I want to say too, but let's pause there and just get your reactions to that. I guess what I would like to emphasize or maybe re-emphasize, because over the past couple of podcasts, Ronnie, we've talked about some new learnings and entertainments, product offerings. The first was compliance confessions. The second was ethics and compliance jams. Uh, they both have different messages. They both have different formats. They're both incredibly engaging. And I just, I've said this before, and I'll probably continue to say it, we're limited here only by our imaginations. And if you can think of it, you can do it. And if you can think of a way to be engaging, if you can think of a way to be funny, if you can think of a way to be weird, you can do that in compliance because we're not limited by anything. And what I want people to understand is, yeah, you can do a 30-minute professionally produced video, but you don't have to. You can do a 30-second professionally produced audio or video or anything in between. And simply because it's weird, because it's different, you can be successful at it. One of the most interesting campaigns I saw was at a company in Houston called Centerpoint Energy, where they gave a prize. Uh, they had an employee contest to create a compliance video. The two requirements were it had to be under five minutes and it had to be filmed on an iPhone. They didn't want people spending money. And, and they awarded a prize for the best compliance video. So you can really do a lot of things. And I'm the lawyer here, so I'm going to say, yes, I'm going to send you a policy. Yes, I'm going to send you a procedure. And yes, I expect you to read it because that's what lawyers do. There's a reason 
Lawyers are not people. We're lawyers. Real people don't consume everything that way. And by giving them something different, you've just made it different and you've made it unique and you've made it interesting. And I really want the compliance professional or other business executive listening to this to understand that by being different, you actually increase engagement, which is even the regulators talk about engagement. So you're doing literally everything you need from a human or organizational site perspective, but you're also doing what the regulators want. So there's not a lot of downside to something like that. Yeah. And we can really peel the onion back on this stuff. Like we, we let's recognize that people learn in different ways, right? So there's some people are going to want to read things. I've made other content that's uses a storytelling device. So you have a narrator who's walking you through an issue in a fun, interesting way. And then there's a visual that's for the people who like that. And sometimes there's text on screen. So there's different ways that people learn. I'm a big proponent of variety because not everybody likes the same things. Like one of the reasons we continue to make different things is because everybody's looking for that magic thing that we're going to push this out and to 20,000 people and everybody's going to like it. It just doesn't work that way. The best way to engage the most people all over time is to try lots of little things. No, because some people are going to respond to some creative thing and some people aren't. And But then the opposite is going to happen. So the more that you try these little things over time, your overall engagement goes up. I've surveyed my clients. And I'll say, that's this is my favorite video. And I'll talk to someone else and I'll say, what do you think about the video? And they go, I didn't like that one. You can't. So it's really less about funny or not funny. or It's about trying different things to, to stand out. And that's the importance of weird, at least showing up differently. I'd say consistency of message. We're here to support you. Speaking of is important. Integrity is something that, that we have to work at every day. There's a helpful support system of people, policies, and resources available, like consistency of message and then varying the ways that you say that to me is a winning formula. I had one other point, but let me just get your reactions to that. So I don't I always yammer on and you're always like, you're, you're, you're going too far afield. So let me pause. No, absolutely right. And can't emphasize enough that actually I should just pick up on the point you raised. People learn in different ways and they're not all like me and they're not all going to want to read. And if you can give people different ways, they'll gravitate towards the one that engages them the most. That's right. And that will. And so if you have a variety of styles of communication or learning or training, the ones that work for the individuals, that's the ones they're going to use and that's what they're going to go to. So if you have that variety, if you have that weirdness, you're going to capture another group who are not going to just read a policy and procedure. Yeah. And so just to wrap it up to me, the, the, one of the benefits of showing in interesting, odd, different, weird ways is it essentially, in addition to standing out in that corporate environment, standing out from a written email or a policy push, is that it humanizes the people that are sending it. I just had a call with one of my clients and uh, we were talking about, she was saying like, the best thing I ever did was I, I, when I first started, I went around and I delivered cookies and cupcakes to the different departments in my building. And there's, that wasn't about being fun or interesting. That was like, this is who I am. I, I'm here to help you. She's to deliver the message. And I hope that if you have a problem, you'll come talk to me. And she goes, people were more likely to stop and talk to me because they knew who I was. And so sometimes that's hard to do in a big 
corporate environment where you're geographically dispersed. So having entertaining media, you're known as the person who sends out the fun and entertaining media, and they are more likely to come talk to you because it's humanizing. It's a way to be people like you, though. They'll, they want to connect with people that's, that share interesting, fun things. So anyway, I feel like it's an important tool in the toolbox for an ethics compliance professional. Ronnie, that's a great way for us to end this podcast. I hope our listeners will check out some of the offerings of Learnings and Entertainments. They're linked to in the show notes. And I hope our listeners will tune in for our next series of podcasts. As always, Ronnie, you want to say goodbye to everybody? Bye, everybody. All right. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Creativity and Compliance. Ronnie and I are preparing a new series of episodes, which will premiere in 2023. If you've ever considered starting a podcast or like to find out more about coming on the Compliance Podcast Network, please give me a shout and let's connect and talk. You can email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. Creativity and Compliance is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Creativity and Compliance. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.